again. Good to have you. Thanks to our good friends at Quick Trip bringing you this hour of the Bill Michael Show. And uh, they've got some stuff going on right now. They've got the eight-piece tenders. I talk about the tenders on the to- all the time. $9.99 every Wednesday. Hand-breaded jumbo tenders. Love those things. Good stuff. Also, they've got uh, the iGogs, the glasses. You've seen those. They have a Sea-Doo Spark Personal Watercraft Sweepstakes. You can win a pair, a pair of 2023 Sea-Doo Spark Personal Watercrafts when you get the uh, iGogs purchase everywhere, including the neons. Go with your quick rewards card. You're good to go. Get registered for that. Who wouldn't want one of those? I wouldn't mind having a, a pair of uh, personal watercraft, a little couple jet skis running around on. Not a bad way to go. That's from our friends at Quick Trip. They, have all, they always have something good happening. Always have something good happening over there at Quick Trip. 877-867-1670. Welcome in, everybody, on the network. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny, Ben producing the program. Hit us up on Instagram. Follow us there, The Bill Michaels Show. That's The Bill Michaels Show. Facebook is facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show as well. You can subscribe for free on YouTube and on Twitch TV, simply Bill Michaels Show there. Uh, the website is thebillmichaels.com. You can download and listen uh, anywhere and everywhere on The Zone, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison app. And uh, you can listen to the program on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts as well. So plenty of ways to uh, be in touch with the programs. So this was thrown out. Uh, okay, let, let's let's back up here and do this properly. So Joe Douglas uh, from WFAN in New York, uh, they had an event. And the the question was asked with him. There's a Q&A here that you can listen to about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and will Aaron Rodgers end up in New York and such. Here it is. I have to ask you, Aaron Rodgers, what's he coming? He's going to be here. The reaction, joy everywhere. Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. So the ovation on opening day when Rodgers comes running out of the tunnel at MetLife Stadium and he's introduced in gangrene and it is going to be New Yorkers joyously reacting and loving and everything, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's going to happen. This was something that was said today. um, And I thought to myself, you know, I should probably close my eyes and go back to sleep because somebody somewhere is smoking some rope. So... The argument was made that, well, the Packers, they got to get this done. The Packers got to get this done. It's, it's, it's the Packers. The Jets have all the power. And, again, this is the East Coast bias because I'm thinking to myself, you're about as full of, full of crap and unknowing as anybody. So, again, the cards are in the Packers' hands because the Packers have two of them. One is they have Aaron Rodgers. That's their card. They have Aaron Rodgers, and as you move towards the NFL draft, the Packers have the ability to say, this is what we want. And the Jets can say, well, we don't want to give that up, and the Packers can say, that's fine. Then you're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to get him in there in time for the the mini camp or the OTAs or the mandatories or none of that. It's not going to happen. And the Jets are going to be like, well, what do you mean it's not going to happen? And the Packers are going to say, because we don't have to move him. As a matter of fact, we have incentive right now not to. And the Jets are going to say, well, what are you talking about? Well, if we move him after June 1st, that means he doesn't get into your OTAs and minicamps after the draft. That means that we can hang on to him, and your your minicamp, your mandatory minicamp comes after that. We can hang on to him well past that even. And another team may jump into the mix at that point and maybe offer us more. 
because now we've got the incentive to hang on to him. So if you don't get it done by the draft, you're not going to get it done until at least on June 2nd and then probably more so after that. And the Jets are going to say, well, what are you talking about? We we thought we had a deal. And the Packers are going to say, we didn't have a deal. You had a deal. We don't have a deal yet. You went out and visited him. You want that guy. Your owner says, we are all in. And then just as you get to that certain point, they say, yeah, we're all in until eh, we don't want to give that up. And that's fine. That's your prerogative, right? So we're going to argue over salary. We're going to argue over draft picks. We're going to argue over all the, the ancillary things. And in the meantime, the Packers can sit back and wait. Now, the Packers obviously want draft choices or a draft choice this year. That's going to help this team and help out Jordan Love. There is some speculation the Packers may say that's fine. Wait till next year. Because next year's draft is deeper in certain areas, which I don't buy. I think that's head-up-your-ass mentality, to be perfectly honest with you. You take what you have right here, right now, and you start building this team. But, you know, hey, some people want to some people want to go in that direction. That's fine. Then this was stated that, well, if the Packers don't deal him by June 1st, Aaron Rodgers is going to show up and start working out at Lambeau Field in the weight facility. And he could any time he could then get injured and it's on the Packers dime. I almost fell off out of the bed this morning when I heard that. I'll tell you who said it was Jeff Darlington from ESPN. I thought you can't. You there's no way. Have you followed what's gone on over the last couple of years? First of all, Rogers doesn't want to show up. So what would do you think he's going to pull a Brett Favre and try to force his way back into Green Bay? Completely different scenario. Two, he doesn't want to show up to work out when he's supposed to, much less when he's not supposed to. Not now. He's working out with his guy, Alan Lazard. They're running up and down football fields doing stuff together. Do you think for a split second in time that he's going to say, you know what, I'm going to go back to Green Bay. I'm going to jump back into the facility. I mean, after all, I'm under contract. And I'm going to go work out in Green Bay. I'm going to go visit everybody and hang out and head over to Sammy's Pizza and Whole Foods and whatever the organic place is that he likes to go to. And I'm just going to cruise around town for a little bit. And I'm going to go spend my, my summer months in Green Bay because it's lovely there this time of year, as we all know, throughout the state of Wisconsin. But I'm going to go work out in the Green Bay Packers facility, something that I don't want to do, something I have no intention of doing, something I really don't care to do. But I'm going to do it out of spite. Now, there's a lot of things Aaron Rodgers can be spiteful for. But he's not going to take all that time. He's not going to come to Green Bay. He's not going to work out in the Packers facility. He's not going to press the issue. He's not going to come there and show his face and say, suddenly, I'm going to be the starting quarterback in Green Bay, and I'm going to force Brian Gutekinds to make a decision, and I'm going to, I'm going to do all of that. that. That isn't happening. But that's what they're starting to believe. Oh, he's going to show up. And then everybody's laughing, going, oh, that's what's going to happen, and he's going to make a fool out of him. No, he'd make a fool out of himself more than anything. If he would come back and do anything but say, I'm all in, I want to remain a Green Bay Packer, he'd look like an idiot. He look he looks stupid. It isn't going to happen. This is going to get done, probably pressed right up against the NFL. Between now and the NFL uh, draft, it's going to finally, you know, cul- culminate. 
he's going to be under center for the New York Jets, and everybody's going to move on, and everybody's going to begin to breathe. And then what we're going to have a chance to do is sit down and look over all of the draft analyzation, and we're going to figure out where the Green Bay Packers are and how far away they are from getting back into the postseason. And is Jordan Love and whatever new crop of weapons he has, are they going to be qualified to get themselves uh, an operable offense? And that's where we're going to move. This is all going to this is all going to happen eventually. I would assume by the draft. If it doesn't, then it's going to happen June second, unless another team jumps in. Unless another team jumps in. I I cannot believe that anybody would think that Aaron Rodgers would jump onto a plane and come to Green Bay and try to force the Packers' hand, a la Brett Favre from 15 years ago, 13 years ago. No way. I I, I just <laughs> I'm I'm thinking to myself, this would be complete. I mean, granted, the circumstances are a little bit different, but this would be completely bizarre deja vu. I mean, like really weird deja vu. Not going to happen. But that's that was the discussion. So when. Douglas, in that Q&A that you heard in New York from WFAN at, a, at an event, when you heard that and he says, no, he's coming, to, he's going to be in New York, he's going to be in New York. He's going to be in New York. I don't doubt that for one second. Nada. I just think it's taken a little bit more time than a lot of people wanted because the Packers have said this is what we want. And, and, and um, I did get a couple of questions over the weekend about the, the Packers and Brian Gutekinds and uh, a couple of people uh, of the anti gutekins sentiment saying, oh, geez, you know, he's an idiot. He gave up on the first round. He said that. Well, let me ask you this. He did say that, well, maybe we won't get that. But I don't think he gave up on it because if he gave up on it, don't you think the deal would be done by now? Think about it. If he gave up and conceded to the Jets, why isn't the deal done? For those that are so kind of quick to hate, and I hate to put it that way, but that's kind of the truth. If if the deal was done and he gave up everything and gave up the farm, don't you think the deal would have been done and they would have crossed the T's, dotted the I's, signed the contract, and off to New York, Aaron Rodgers would have been by now? I think they're still holding out. They're holding out as much as they can, as much as they can. I... I I really believe that. Um, I give them credit because they didn't have to. They could have just made the deal and said, hey, we'll just give you Rodgers for a second-round draft choice. You take the money, blah, 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 whatever. But they're still holding out. The deal isn't done yet. We don't know what all the details are behind the scenes. We know what Gutekinds has said publicly. But we don't know anything else. You know? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So that's kind of where I'm at, uh, which, uh, again, I, I find it ironic or moronic, uh, depending on what side of the, the fence you fall on, that some of these statements are coming out at this point. I guess it's because there's nothing left to talk about in regards to Aaron Rodgers. But, um, no, it's just no news is no news. It's that simple. Craig Carton's still doing his thing, though. 
Bill. Oh, I'm sure he is. On his show. Yeah. Today he said that Rodgers will not be a Jet if the trade does not happen before the draft. Um, that's because you could get another team involved. That's what he's trying to. Yeah, that's get at. what he's. Yeah, that's Still. what he's. And, and again, I, I think that the Packers are dealing above board right now with the Jets. But if the Jets don't want, and again, this goes back to what Brian Gutekind stated, and I thought it was rather poignant. There, there are things that he says that people gloss over, and I go, wait a minute, that's something of of interest. When he said, "There's a value." to what you're getting. You're getting Aaron Rodgers. There's a value to that. You know, it's not just a, oh, by the way, we're getting rid of salary. That's, no, you're getting Aaron Rodgers. And with, you heard the cheers in that segment with with Joe Douglas from WFAN. The minute he said he's going to be in New York, the place went nuts. They believe he is the savior. What price do you put on the savior? And that, that's what's so mind-boggling to me. You haven't been to a Super Bowl since 1969. You're the longest-tenured team of the big four sports that has not been to the postseason since 2010. What price do you put on a guy who's going to put you there? And the fact that they go, oh, God, Rodgers is great. we got to have him. We are all in. Oh, but we, we, we're going to lowball you or at least not give up substantial picks to get a guy that we believe can put us back into a Super Bowl. It's the most I, – I get you have to do your due diligence when it comes to running a football team because you don't want to give away the farm. I understand that. And you don't want to you don't want to get crazy. You don't want to be the stupid person that ends up trading away, you know, Herschel Walker or getting Herschel Walker for all the picks that you gave uh, the Dallas Cowboys. You don't want to be Mike Ditka going after – you know, your crazy running back and giving away every draft pick so you can appear with him in a wedding dress. And, and um, God, who was that? Ricky uh, Ricky Williams. You know, I, I get it. You don't want to be that guy. But you're talking about the difference between a first and a second round draft choice or two seconds. You know? It, it's just get the most value, get it now, and move on. And if you're the Jets, get the guy in camp. Every day that he's not there, every day he's not totally communicating and working out with and doing things with the guys that he's going to be playing with is semi-detrimental. Now he can work out with Alan Lazard. He can work out with the receivers. There's nothing that says he can't. But every day that he's not indoctrinated via the uh, New York Jets is, what are you doing? You, You believe you're getting greatness. You believe you're getting somebody that's going to vault you right back into the postseason. Yet, you don't want to pay for it. You know? I get it. He's older. And part of it is Rodgers' fault because he doesn't, he's become the non committal Aaron Rodgers and all the other aspects of him darkness and thinking about things and Dalai Lamas and all that kind of craziness. I understand all of that completely. But, man, at some point, you got to do yourself a favor. If you really truly want to move on, you got to do yourself a favor. You got to throw, you know, a lot of the commitments out to the New York Jets and say, "Look, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Let's do this. Let's go." And if you th- value yourself that highly, you would figure at some point he would chime in and say, "Hey, look, I'm worth this. I'm worth that." He's already said he can win an MVP. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 
If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. I just think it's completely ironic that everybody believes he's going to be in New York, and I'm I'm firmly believing, but the Jets are the ones that once they get to the goal line, they want to they want to say, nah, baby, nah. Uh, Flatsmack says, it's not going to happen. No deal. It's off the table. What's off the table? Are you talking about the first-round draft choices off the table, or what's off the table? Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know if he says that it's going to – look, the if you grab both second-round picks, you're good with that. They Again, they are supposed to equal the 17th pick. I don't know. I don't know what is and isn't on the table anymore. Uh, I know that Packers fans wanted the first-round pick. They wanted a bigger haul. They wanted a first-round and a second-round. Then they wanted two two second-rounds. I, I, I don't know. But whatever the holdup is right now, the Jets just don't want to part with it, and the Packers want it. That's what the holdup is. Whatever that monetary trade is, as far as value goes, we'll wait and see. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley out in Lake Country, Oconomowoc uh, out there. They have tremendous fish fry, but completely renovated. And over the weekend, I know they're getting ready to open up that new rooftop patio. Oh, it looks so fun. looks so fun and so good. Can't wait to get over there and try that out. Then they've got Stoles Old 109 in Watertown with the TVs, the live music, the nice stage, great patio atmosphere, rolling up those uh, big garage doors as well for the inside-outside bar. Both places unique, both places great food, great fish fries, great atmosphere. Stoley's Hog Alley out in Lake Country and Stoles Old 109 in Watertown. You cannot go wrong. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. And still no deal for Aaron Rodgers, as if to say, oh, God, come on already. You can hear the exasperation in his voice. Nothing's happened. Oh, I call it excitement, Bill. That's how Zach expresses excitement. He's giddy. It's almost like he's wearing (laughs) feathered underwear. He just feels funny. He just loves talking about it. Right? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing as of yet. Nothing. Nothing's happening. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, do it. Uh, always appreciate uh, always appreciate appreciate everybody chiming in. Uh, this is real quick from Jake. Jake says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, was that you yesterday down at the Nice Ash on Easter Sunday? Question mark. It was. Yesterday I had said this, uh, and thanks to our friends at the Nice Ash for being a big sponsor of our uh, motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 2nd, or Sunday, September 3rd. But uh, absolutely. Uh, had not, we went and saw some friends yesterday and uh, ate uh, like a late – afternoon lunch and or early dinner over at their house and uh, i guess we were out of there 5 30 ish maybe something like that got over there about two and i uh, was over there for a few hours and hung out had a really nice time hanging out with their kids and such and then we were heading home we said what do you want to do and uh, the ash opened up at two o'clock so i said well let's go catch the end of the masters and that's what we did we went down to a 323 west main street downtown Waukesha, cigar, the Nice Ash Cigar Bar, and, uh, and had a nice time. So I, I, we, it was great. It wasn't overly packed. 
Um, and it was just we met a few people down there and sat down and was, you know, just chit-chatting and had good conversation and a couple of good beverages, and that was it. Really nice time yesterday. Got at the nice ash. I've, I've been recommending it for a long, long time. Uh, 877-867-1670. So let's do this. Before we delve back in to the discussion via the phone, Brad, hang in there. Hang in there. But uh, Pat McAfee has now chimed in. Am, am I correct in this, uh, Ben, that Pat McAfee has now chimed in? No, it's Ian Rappaport on the oh, Ian Rappaport. show. Uh, Ian Rappaport on the McAfee show talking about uh, the Aaron Rodgers deal that has not taken place just yet. Hang in there. Here it is. Confident. So there's not a deal done. Um, I just – I think both sides know that it's probably going to happen. It's just – figuring out the right price, figuring out the numbers. And it's, you know, when you talk about draft picks, and I believe, unless I'm crazy, but I believe this would only involve draft picks, you could basically agree on a value and then figure out the different picks to go back and forth to get to that value. Um, and so, you know, I think both sides know that at some point they will get there. There's just no reason for either to give in yet because nothing has happened and they don't have to. So him saying... You know, he'll be here is him being like, I think a deal is probably going to happen. They just don't have one. But, like, they're both so far down the road in their minds, in their organization's plans, that, like, I think he's right. I think it's going to happen. Is it? It's going to happen. I've been saying that all along. You don't have to. Today means nothing. Tomorrow means nothing. To the Jets, it may mean a little bit more if you get it done and you get him in and you get your fan base rejuvenated. You can start printing those Aaron Rodgers 12 jerseys. You can immediately start putting those things in the gift shop. Yeah. To them, it means that. And I'm sure they've been printing them. I'm sure that the minute this deal is done, there's going to be an influx of Rodgers jerseys, number 12, that's going to be hitting the uh, hitting the store shelves all throughout Manhattan and over in Joyce. But other than that, there, there's no reason that this has to get done today it's going to happen it's going to happen no doubt uh let's go to brad listening to us in marshfield brad how you doing today man what's going on good how you bill i'm great man what's on your mind today i hope you get down this this part of the part of the woods uh what what i think is going on is uh, the jets got those two twos i think they're trying to package those two twos to get a to get a one and then if they get rid of if they have two ones they get rid of one for Rogers, okay, that's fine. But I think they they won't they won't know if anybody wants them until draft day. I hear Philadelphia is looking to get out of the first you know, out of the first round because uh the salary cap issues. So um that might be the that might be the whole the hold up and uh I th- I think Pat McAfee's just uh an instigator, and I think he's an idiot. So that's just that's just my my uh, my talk. My, my, All right, my, my appreciate thing. it, man. All right, that, uh, awesome, bud. And by the way, we will be up in that direction on the twenty first. We're going to be at the bar in uh, Rothschild uh, on uh, June twenty first. Uh, Wednesday, June 21st, one of our cigar dinners, which actually, by the way, I think the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, if you go to uh, quickspirits.com, quickspirits.com, I think some of the uh, tickets are on sale right now for our cigar dinner. So I'm not coming to Marshfield, 
but I'm going to be in Wausau and uh, Rothschild coming up on uh, Wednesday, June 21st to be exact. So hopefully uh, you get a chance to come over and say hi to us at the cigar dinner. Now, going back to uh, the McAfee discussion, uh, I don't I don't think Pat's an idiot. I think he's been he, he's kind of stuck. Because you want to be this investigative journalist, you want to be this talk show host, this this guy that digs deep with these great guests, but also having the cash cow that is Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't he doesn't ask the follow up questions to Rodgers the way he does to the guys like Ian Rappaport and such, because there's legitimacy to what they think, but he doesn't ask them to Rodgers, because Rodgers, as we all know doesn't there's certain things he doesn't want to answer in a certain way because if he's pinned to the wall then he doesn't like it and he can take offense and then all of a sudden rogers is no longer appearing on the pat mcafee show um but i I, the deal's going to get done i don't know if any other team is looking to trade or looking to move back i know that uh, you've got right now uh, adam schefter saying that uh, the arizona cardinals are looking to trade up for the third overall pick, uh, per league sources, Cardinals are still mulling over uh, whether or not to move uh, a pick or make um, you know make a, a pick at that particular point in time. But the Cardinals apparently are shopping around to move up in the draft. What they want to do, we'll wait and see. They just signed Kyler Murray to a big deal, so they've got obviously got their eyes set on somebody. Um, the Cardinals they they can't get a trade. They feel maximizes their value. You got to assume that uh, they're just going to draft Will Anderson at that point by some, who they're kind of looking for. So we'll wait and see. But that that was one of the pieces of news that broke a little bit earlier today. Anyway, that being said, um, I don't. Again, I think this is there. There's all the stuff circulating around the eye, and they don't have to do a deal just yet. The Packers want a certain value. The Jets want a certain value, and somewhere in between lies the truth. And I think the deal is going to get done. They just don't have to do it. The fact that you've got guys like Carton and such out of WFAN in New York, look, it, if if he was being spoon-fed information by the uh, Green Bay Packers that suddenly the 49ers are sniffing around, why would the Packers then turn around and say there's infighting? Who would give him the information that the Packers are infighting between Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekinds. Mark Murphy, I I don't see Mark Murphy. I don't see him jumping into the into the fray. I I just I, I don't I don't see him doing that. I think Mark looks at Brian says, What do you think? Brian says, Here's what I think. And that's pretty much the extent of it. Okay, let me know. Keep me informed. That type of thing. I don't I don't see that happening. Um I just don't. Um Ronald says uh Jets better look out when Rogers went into the darkness. They may have switched with a his European look alike. <laughs> Brandy says Mark Murphy does not present me as a guy that would fight the man the Packers hired to manage the team. Uh, Sean says the deal is done. The NFL is so greedy. They need something to talk about. Lots of sponsor money trying to compete with the NBA playoffs right now. The beginning of the MLB NFL, uh, beginning of the MLB season, NFL will always reign supreme. Um, uh, Chad says, I believe June 1st is when this happens. 
Um, I, I see. I don't. I only think that this happens if there's a very big stalemate on as you get to the draft that it goes then after June first. Um, Rick says, I think Mark is leaving it to Goody. See, I do too. I do too. You can't tell a guy to go do the best thing for your team and then step in over his decisions. I don't, unless you just, but I don't, no, I don't even think so. Mark is not an owner. Mark is the president. If it was Jerry Jones and Jerry really desperately wanted somebody, remember Jerry wanted Johnny Manziel and still didn't get him because his son Steve ran down the hall and tackled him by his feet or whatever he did, and then yanked that trade or yanked that pick out of his hand uh, because that's who he was going to get apparently. And Steve said, "No, no, 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 we're not, we're, we're not doing this." And that ended up happening and took place. And you know, obviously, the rest is history. But I, I, I just don't see Mark Murphy battling Goodkinst on this. I see the silos knocked down. I see the meeting between Matt Lafleur and Goody and. Murphy, and they're going over their draft analysis right now, and Mark walks into the room and says, hey, guys, what's going on? And Goody says uh, they're still offering up just one second-round draft choice and, you know, then another pick the next year, depending on whether or not if Aaron Rodgers comes back. And Murphy kind of goes okay and nods his head and says, well, what do we what do we think? And Goody says, no, I feel he's worth this, this, and this, and this is what I want to do. And Russ Ball talks about this amount of money, and Matt LaFleur just says, hey, just bring me the best players. i got to worry about getting Jordan Love ready. And Mark Murphy nods his head and says, okay, and walks out of the room. I, I just it, – it's it. this is not rocket science. This is, this is just a lot of swirl, man, a lot of swirl. Um, There's a chance, Bill, that, I mean, nobody yes. gave him the information. Craig Carton, that is, and he's Correct. just kind of running with an initial rumor that I like. I, I don't mean to discredit him. I just tend right. to not really believe it. The San Francisco I, thing, because then everybody yeah, picked it up. The San Francisco thing, I, I can say that maybe they called, or maybe there's somebody called somebody, or talked to somebody, or because that even could be Robert Sala. Because Sala, LaFleur, Shanahan, they're all friends. They're all good friends. Even McVeigh, for that matter. They're all good friends. So maybe the guys talked or, or something. Maybe, you know, maybe they were shooting the stuff and one of them said this or that. And he went, oh, oh, so San Francisco's interested. You know, it, it could have been, well, if this deal doesn't work out and the Packers just can't make a trade with the Jets, and maybe maybe we'd be interested. I don't know. We've already been down that path. I mean, and he could have went, oh, okay, and and that might have been where it came from. And I don't – I mean, I still think that's maybe a 5% chance, but I still think the main objective is to trade him to New York. That's just – that's where I'm at. But but the whole thing about infighting, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy infight. I can't imagine Mark Murphy's going down the hall saying, just get it done. And Goody's saying, I'm trying, but they won't trade me what I want. And Go- Mark's going, no, I want this. And Goody's saying, no, I want that. That That's not happening. That's not happening. The only way, the only other thing I could say, if you wanted to look at infighting, take the third player in all of this. Not Matt LaFleur. Take the third player in all of this, Russ Ball. Maybe Russ Ball's looking at it as a monetary thing. Because remember, Russ Ball was up for the general manager job. Maybe Goody is saying this, Ball is saying this is what the value is, and Mark Murphy is looking at both of those guys saying, well, come come to an answer in between. 
then maybe you can say, okay, there's a disagreement as to the value of Aaron Rodgers between the guy that does the money and the guy that's the general manager. Maybe maybe something like that. But there is no infighting. I, I just I don't buy that. Not for a minute. Uh, not for a minute. Uh, 877-867-1670. By the way, Penn State's Sean Clifford, the Rose Bowl MVP, the offensive MVP, is going to meet with the Packers tomorrow, tomorrow in his uh, draft visits. So the Penn State quarterback Clifford is going to be meeting with uh, the Packers, possibly as a backup to Jordan Love. Possibly as a backup. Uh, let's go to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the program and the Bill Michael Show, man. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Hey, uh, I, I agree with you. I don't buy it for one minute. Um, I just don't buy it, especially with Mark Murphy nearing retirement, mandatory retirement age. Um, that that piece would make it make even less sense. He's not going to have a long term um, to, to reap any benefits from any of that anyway. But uh, um, the funny thing to me is, as I'm listening to this stuff, and it's the first time ever narrative you know, a national narrative of something like this probably, but uh, that's the exact plot on the last episode of the longtime TV series West Wing where the outgoing president and England president faked faked disagreement with each other and ended up with leverage <laughs> over Russia, and that was the exact last episode. And that's what this New York thing feels exactly like. And if anything, if anything, the guy from New York who is leaking that gives a little bit of leverage to the Packers because now it's not as simple as getting this goody guy to agree. Now it's getting two guys to agree. Right. Um, so if they're desperate and want to make playoffs, it does give a little bit of leverage to the Packers um, or might. So that's what I got. All right, man. I appreciate it. Good stuff. And you're right. Uh, it's just it, it could be just, uh, you know, the Packers saying, hey, we're fighting over this. We're arguing. And then maybe New York thinks that they're closer to getting a deal done because of pressure or something. Who knows? Who knows? I, I, I think it's a giant, it's a giant steaming pant load. It's a giant steaming pant load. That's just my take on it. <laughs> if that all makes the Jets Russia, then who's Pew, uh, who, who's uh, Vladimir who's Putin? Putin here? Vladimir Putin? Um, is that Woody Johnson? He's not the evil empire. Woody Johnson wants to get it done. It would be Douglas. Douglas is the guy that's holding out, right? Woody Johnson is just the guy salivating over the fact that he's going to get himself a new toy relatively quick, or at least that's the thought. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hey, our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers, they want to rock your world. All you got to do is uh, go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com, KaneJewelry.com. Andy has the Buy Like a Guy podcast, and it is fantastic. But if you're looking for uh, gift ideas, if you're looking for engagement rings, wedding bands, wedding sets, necklaces, earrings, you name it, uh, check out our – it's worth the drive. It really is. Go to go to West Bend, Wisconsin. K O E H N Kanejewelry dot com, and they are a proud supporter of the motorcycle ride coming up in uh, in September on Sunday, September third, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 